What's going on guys? This is Curtis from KurtDC.com. I've decided to translate my articles that I write uh, on my website, KurtDC.com, into podcast form. So I'll just be reading my articles um, so people can access them better. Not everybody likes reading. Some people like to listen to podcasts while they run or drive or cook or whatever it may be. So I'm just going to start with one that I wrote about a year ago or more than a year ago. It's June, yeah, this is from June of 2018. So this one's called Sure Things. Here we go. The human brain is obsessed with sure things. Have a plan, make sure, check the weather, save up, set an alarm, and so on. But life, unfortunately, is not always like that. In reality, life can be extremely unpredictable. You could die from a freak accident tomorrow. Someone could be robbing your house right now. You could win the lottery. You might meet the love of your life next week. You might also run into someone that's going to ruin your life. Really, you don't know. Nothing is for sure. You can have an educated guess, sure. But nothing is a sure thing. So why then are we so hung up on certainty? Why can't we just accept and embrace the randomness of the universe? After all, that's often the beauty of it. Having a plan is fine, but not being able to live life without one really makes no sense. Everyone needs to find their balance between organized planning ahead and improvisation because no matter what, we all need to be able to deal with the inevitable ups and downs of life, plan or not. Often from what I've heard and in my experience, finding happiness and success or progress often doesn't come directly from planning, although it obviously can, but the ability to recognize and capitalize on passing opportunity, and more importantly, following your gut. For example, after graduating university, you might feel a bit lost about what you want to do. You decide to take a part-time job at a gym for now, just to make some money. You don't talk to one of your coworkers for the first six months of working there. Then randomly, a gym member mentions that his coworker has a website that does game and movie reviews. You inquire about it, become friends over both liking similar things. Months later, you decide to help him with his website. Years later, you're both working together on making a video channel and you realize this was the outlet you always needed and you no longer feel as lost and directionless as you did right after graduating. Or, your sister who's a student at BCIT mentioned there's a beginner's MMA class once a week. You go to the class for a few months. Then after one class, the instructor says he thinks you have a knack for this sort of thing and invites you personally to his gym. You end up training there for a few years and start training at two or three other gyms, as well as through connections you make. Eight years later, you're one of the head instructors at one of those gyms, and you have multiple clients who pay enough to support your family. Not to mention, you're a professional fighter with an undefeated record. Or, you are a year or so into law school on your planned path to become a lawyer. Then one day, the class takes you on a field trip to visit some prisons in the United States. It turns you off from being a lawyer. You're not feeling it. You decide maybe you don't want to be a lawyer anymore, but aren't sure what exactly to do. You take a few elective courses here and there to see if you like anything. Meanwhile, your brother who works at a fitness facility asks you to come work with him for some extra money. You say yes and start doing some work as a fitness professional. Take some courses, get certified, flash forward a decade and you're now the general manager of your own gym. You also own a personal brand of fitness equipment that you sell online. All true stories. But it wasn't the planning and certainty that led to this. No one plans to work at the gym for the sole reason of meeting someone who has a website that reviews games. You also don't go to a beginner's MMA class at BCIT knowing that the instructor would invite you personally to his gym, which would then lead you to train with three other top gyms, 
which would then lead you to become one of the head instructors at another gym. And obviously, no one goes to law school planning to eventually become the general manager of his own fitness facility. Just to be clear though, I'm not discounting planning altogether. Planning is incredibly valuable and necessary if you have a goal and want to reach it strategically and effectively. That said, if you don't have an exact goal and aren't totally sure what you should be doing at the moment, planning can only go so far. Plans need a purpose. If there's no target, the plan isn't going anywhere because it doesn't know where to go. If the plan is to be financially independent, then I would argue that there are so many ways to achieve that. Everyone has a different requirement for independence. Some need more, some need less. Most people think that the more money you make, the more happy you can be. Although this is definitely true for some, I would argue that it could also work the other way. Getting so caught up in making the money because you think you need more for whatever potentially insecure reasons you have might lead you towards unhappiness, grinding away at a job you aren't particularly fond of because you think you need the money. Life is a time you spend between when you're born and when you die. It's just filling time. Chasing the societal standard of financial freedom until you die is a recipe for unhappiness. Why not find the way to fill your time with things you truly enjoy and find a way to make a living that way? Again, for clarity, I'm not saying don't pay your bills. The number one priority is obviously always pay your bills in whatever shape or form. But how you make your money, which ultimately is also how you spend your time, is just as, if not more important, as how much you actually make. If you need the job you hate because you, under all circumstances, absolutely need the exact amount of money you make and not a dollar less, and you really have no other way to make it, then that's it. No arguing you need that job, period. But if it's not, and the world has convinced you that this is the only way, you need to cut the shit and figure yourself out. Only you really know whether you can make the moves or not. The key really is to know yourself. Like, really know yourself. Which I would argue very few actually do. And if you know yourself well enough to know that you actually don't know yourself that well yet, then you gotta just start trying shit. All kinds of shit. New shit, ideally. How do you know you like barbacoa if you've never tried it before? But when those around you make questioning or negative judgments or comments on any of your moves in life, just take it all with a heaping grain of shut the fuck up. What if you got chicken again and never tried barbacoa because everyone else got chicken and made fun of you for getting barbacoa? You'd never know how much you loved it. No one can move smoothly or confidently if every move is constantly being questioned or judged. Imagine if you were playing a sport and every single move you made, the coach asked you, why are you doing that? Did we even practice that? How are you going to score if you do that? Aren't you trying to win? Do you even know what you're doing? No athlete, let alone the average person, could perform optimally under those circumstances and probably withdraw the game altogether. Similarly, if someone asked, wait, you just graduated from university and you're getting a job at a gym? Do you even know what you're doing? Or, you're still in high school. Why are you training at this MMA gym so much? Do you even know what you're doing? Or, you just spent a whole year in law school and now you're going to work as a fitness instructor? Do you even know what you're doing? I think anyone would feel demoralized and depressed. None of your moves after that are going to be as decisive or as confident as they could have been. You might even make some wrong moves and miss out on some great opportunities, while making other moves to impress the people that were judging you instead of just making the ones you wanted to make in the first place. Recognize when there is energy around you that is fucking with you, and cut it out. You can't effectively move forward while people are drawing your energy in three or four different directions. You should go to school. You should take this job. Make more money. Get in shape. Get a girlfriend. Do this. Do that. It's too much, and it's suffocating you. How can you breathe, let alone live, if you're constantly trying to explain yourself? Block out the noise and follow your gut, not your instincts. 
Your instincts tell you you love fried food, but your gut tells you it's bad for you. Your instincts tell you to sleep in, but your gut tells you to get the fuck up and go get it. You might love your family, but they could be ruining your life. Trust your gut. Block out the bullshit. If you can't cut it out, then minimize it as best as you can. Maybe don't spend as much time at home or with the people that make you feel shitty about your life and the decisions you make. It might be tough, and you might have some drama, but it's worth it. It's your life, and you really do only get one. Why waste it doing what everyone thinks you should be doing when you could be doing what you think you should be doing? But these are just some thoughts, and I'm just some kid with a keyboard. What do I know? So this was written about a year ago, like I said, just over a year ago, probably around the time where I was heavily debating moving out and thinking about the kind of subconscious kind of influences around me because I'm a very sensitive guy. I don't know if anybody was explicitly telling me to do certain things, but, you know, just being at home um, and just the judgment from people around me, I could kind of feel it. Um, whether or not they were actually making those judgments. Again, I'm very sensitive. So having my own space was really important. And I felt that those judgments were very well rooted in, you know, sure things and plans and stuff like that. So um, I wrote this probably in the angst of feeling like I needed to move and, you know, be ready to improvise um, based on any of the moves I made. Um, And also just be kind of independent and not worry so much about what people would think if I made certain moves. Um, So I hope this type of content can help a lot of people that are in similar situations, because I I do think thinking like this has helped me get through a lot of the things that I deal with. Um, I don't think I want to be known as, you know, a life coach or a guru or an inspirational, motivational kind of guy. I just have some experiences and I don't mind sharing them because I think that they would help a lot of people in similar situations as me. Um, So this podcast wouldn't be focused just around topics like this, although I do have a lot of articles that do talk about these things, but I also like to blog about video games and, you know, movies and training and fitness and stuff like that. Um, So if you want to go look at the rest of the articles, you can check out KurtDC.com or you can just stay tuned and I will continue to translate these articles that I write uh, into podcast audio form. So thanks for listening, guys. Stay tuned for the next one.